Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. The Soul of Business with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to the Soul of Business on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. Joining me on the phone is Dr. John Lee, Country CEO and CEO of Maybank Singapore, and Martin Tan, CEO of the Majority Trust. Gentlemen, are you both there? Hi. Yes. Good All afternoon. Right. Good afternoon, both of you. Welcome to the show. We find out more about their efforts to help small and promising charities in 2021 with Singapore's first interest-free recyclable grant. We start with John. Uh, could you give us an understanding of why Maybank Singapore felt that there was a need to launch the Maybank Momentum Grant? Thanks, Clarissa. Hi. Uh, and hi to your listener and uh, Money FM. Uh, again, a very good afternoon. I hope it's not too late to wish everyone a happy new year. Never too late. <laughs> So to your question, um, I think when, you know, Maybank, like any organization, uh, you know, we endeavor to be a responsible organization. And this is in line with our mission of humanizing financial services. So when COVID hit us last year, uh, we began to realize that obviously many communities were affected by the pan- pandemic. And I'm sure many organizations uh, would have reached out to assist where possible these communities. Uh, in Maybank, uh, we wanted to do something different. We wanted to really identify and assist those that were potentially may have been missed out completely or may have been affected in some way but, uh, and are not uh, being addressed by some other charities. Uh, so hence, we rolled out our CSR program identifying and targeting these communities. Uh, so for example, you know, when, when the pandemic started, we uh, wanted to make sure we reach out to Malaysian workers who potentially may have been uh, affected by the pandemic and trapped in Singapore uh, when, uh, as a result of working here. So in this regard, we realized that there were many charities uh, as well that could have been facing difficulties in sustaining their operations and, and as donations may have dropped resulting from the pandemic. So we wanted to zoom in to see how best we can help these uh, smaller charities. Uh, so with the expertise of Majority Trust, we set up the Maybank Momentum Grant with the objective to fund smaller charities and non-profit organizations uh, so that they can continue with their program for their beneficiaries. Uh, this grant is envisaged to, uh, uh, as a capital support and a capacity-building uh, program to help small charities stay afloat and emerge stronger. Right. Now we bring Martin Tan into the conversation. Martin, you said that the demand for social services has increased since COVID-19 struck us and that the prolonged pandemic has hit our charities hard. Many are experiencing a drastic 50% or even up to 90% drop in donation income. Now, I can understand this given the economic landscape, but could you expand on that? How serious is it really for the charities in question? Well, I think the best way to put it is that there are different re- different, uh, different realities or different charities. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this time, there are charities that have seen an increase in their uh, donation income, uh, largely because they were involved directly in, uh, in emergency COVID response. Uh, and we see that by and large, you see an increase uh, in giving to specific COVID causes. And we ourselves, a majority trust, uh, have seen an outflow of generosity by donors 
uh, and individuals who want to support COVID uh, cases. But a lot of times when we look at the charity as a landscape as a whole, uh, the concerns of the smaller charities who are not directly providing COVID response uh, that are seeing a dramatic drop or well, a, a, a increase in or a drop in the donation up to 50-90% as you have said. Um, and many of them are involved in very long-term care. Um, it's important for us to recognize that COVID as a crisis is what's facing us today, but it's layered upon um, the needs that the communities still face, elderly in isolation, uh, people in the disabled community, uh, people with mental health. All these are still uh, needs that are actually ongoing, and there are charities that are actually meeting those needs. Um, I would love to say that we have increased our giving as a whole, as a, as a pie, uh, but the reality is that we're seeing a fair bit of reallocation of resources where supporters who used to give to smaller charities now redirect it to uh, emergency response. So these charities are the ones that we really want to continue to support with cash flow and capital. Uh, to be able to help them tie through this period of time so that when um, the COVID crisis is over and we're seeing the, hopefully the tail end of it, um, the kind of work that they do will not fall through the cracks and they can continue to actually meet the needs on the ground on a day-to-day basis. Okay, so what you're actually saying is as as a community, we haven't stopped contributing and donating to charities. It's just the charities that we're choosing to contribute and donate to might have shifted through COVID. That's right. Because I think a lot of people are focusing on what is the COVID need at the moment, and rightly so, because it's staring at us mm-hmm. uh, in our face mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis. And there is a need for that. Uh, it's important, I think, as a society to remember that there are organizations who are not meeting immediate COVID needs, but are doing very long-term sustainable needs on the ground, and they're meeting those needs. Uh, we should not forget about them, and we should make sure that they have the resources to tie through this difficult time when they see the donations dropping. Right, we go back to Maybank Singapore. And John, could you tell us, what do you think the Maybank Momentum Grant will mean to the small promising charities which it's aiming to help? Um, I think we believe, uh, obviously, some of these charities were set up knowing that there were specific communities not receiving the help that they need. Uh, So I was told, give you two examples that I was told. One, um, a group of young people uh, establishing an NPO to recycle smartphones to allow uh, elderly to have digital access during the pandemic. Uh, another example I heard was an NPO uh, that was set up to reach out to youth through counseling, outreach program, and social activities as the pandemic uh, obviously has brought stress and anxiety to many youths. Uh, so resulting in them having some, some of them having suicidal thoughts. So we hope with this fund, we hope these charities will be able to continue to stay afloat and be able to do the specific good work uh, that, that they've been doing. Uh, further, as indicated, this fund will also help them build capacity and capability to remain uh, sustainable in the long term. Uh, I think what I'd like to note the, uh, this uh, uh, grant is that uh, it, it is uh, a new way of grant making, uh, and we believe that promising uh, charity supporting grants will be, uh, be able to on track to achieve sustainability and be able to repay the grant. Uh, and with the repayment, the grant will be uh, able to rotate to support other charities uh, facing cash flow uh, issues. Uh, so hopefully that will then be able to multiply the impact of each uh, philanthropy dollar given. Right. We're speaking with Dr. John Lee, country CEO and CEO of Maybank Singapore, and Martin Tan, CEO of the Majority Trust. We stay with Maybank. These charities, 
once they are selected, will also be offered a Maybank community package. What support does this community package include? So um, we thought besides providing the grant, uh, we wanted to participate directly in this charity's journey uh, by deepening our relationship with them. Uh, so we got in our SME banking team uh, to see how we can create a holistic financial program that will benefit these uh, smaller charities. Uh, so they came up with this uh, Maybank community package. And the package bundles banking and digital service. Uh, so for example, they get preferential time deposit interest rate as well as a suite of uh, subsidi subsidized digital solutions. So we hope in future we'll, uh, we, we will be able to also include our grantees as charities recipient of our Maybank Cards loyalty program uh, donation, as well as to encourage our employees to volunteer in them. So hopefully that creates a, a long-term partnership relationship with this charity as well. Right. Now we go back with to Martin. A key component of the Maybank Momentum Grant is a capacity building process that grantees will undergo as grant administrator the majority trust in partnership with the tri-sector associates and funder maybank singapore will roll out a series of master classes and mentorship programs for the grantees what do you hope the grantees will gain from these master classes and mentorship programs this is probably one of the most exciting part for us uh, more than just uh, the grant is giving out to the individual charities. Um, this master classes, and I think with Maybank support, allow them to actually understand uh, some of their financial projections more, their balance sheet, uh, what it means to be sustainable with their business model. Um, and they get mentored by professionals. They get mentored by um, leaders within Maybank itself, as well as in each of the master classes to help them really say, hey, we are in this I want to use, I don't use the word post-COVID world, mm -hmm. uh, but we are definitely in a very different world than we were 12 months ago. Uh, how do we navigate this new environment? And for many of these small charities, these master classes and the mentoring will help them understand the future that is to come and how, how do they lay the foundation, the understanding to build an organization, as Dr. John has said, to be sustainable over a period of time because the work that they do are tremendously important for our society. How do we help them along? And this mentoring uh, and this master classes will give them the capability and the competency needed uh, in the new world to come. I, I can imagine that it would actually be quite exciting for a small char charity to have access to some of these mentors that you're speaking of. Yes, and a lot of the smaller charities uh, rely on their board members uh, for uh, expert and governance and strategy uh, inputs. Uh, but many of these younger, younger leaders uh, do look forward to mentors who will actually guide them along on a day-to-day -day basis uh, and often just bounce ideas and say, you know what, this is what the private sector are doing. You can consider actually realigning your, your charity in this direction, for example. Um, and that gives them that boost, that gives them the ability to say, wow, I never thought of that. Maybe I should give them a try. Um, and, I, and I think this, this symbiotic partnership um, allows a greater um, sense of cross-sector collaboration uh, within Singapore uh, between the private sector as well as uh, the civil society as well. All right, we go back to Maybank. This is not the first initiative of Maybank Singapore to reach out and support the community. 
Uh, John, could you expand on the bank's motivation and and tell us about some of the other initiatives? Sure. Um, um, you know, as indicated, uh, we have a mission of uh, humanizing financial services. So. Maybank has always have a focus on supporting the communities in need. Um, last year actually is uh, our sixth year of us operating in Singapore. Uh, and, and unfortunately, because of COVID, we couldn't uh, make it an event. Anyway, throughout the year, we, we committed $3 million in support of mitigating COVID-19 impact, uh, including uh, uh, the funding for this uh, Maybank Momentum Grant. Uh, in April, uh, when the circuit breaker started, we started the Maybank Food Aid Program. Uh, and provided cooked meals and food packs for about 9,000 people, uh, including vulnerable families and migrants, as well as Malaysian workers uh, who are staying here. Uh, last, just in December, uh, during SG Caregiving Week, uh, we launched a Heart for Singapore campaign, uh, inviting members of the public and our staff to raise funds for the President Challenge. Uh, we're also now working very closely with the five CDCs uh, under the People's Association to launch uh, job-related schemes in, in early 2021. Uh, uh, and in this jobs-related uh, scheme, we hope to also bring our network of customers to be able to participate, to offer jobs as well, so that uh, uh, hopefully we'll be able to create a, a more sustainable program. All right. Now we go back to uh, the majority trust. Uh, Deputy Prime Minister Heng Swee has said that recovery might start to happen middle of the year. Martin, what do you see as the greatest obstacle or challenge for small charities in 2021, despite that? Well, I, I do think that uh, cash flow and capital support is probably going to be the biggest challenge uh, at, at, at this time. Um, there is somewhat of an inverse relationship with our smaller charities. Uh, when the economy is not doing well, uh, there is actually greater needs on the ground, but their ability to receive donations actually goes down because people are losing their jobs and so on. So it relies on corporates, progressive corporates like Maybank and philanthropic organizations like us, the Majority Trust, to really be able to survey some of this uh, organization and actually help them along in this uh, challenge they are facing. Uh, but for us, we also see it as an opportunity. Um, this time, this difficult time for many of us, uh, is also an opportunity for the smaller charities who are more nimble to be able to say, is there a better way? Is there another way of us doing service delivery uh, that can be more productive? Is there uh, another way of looking at uh, the issues on the ground that they can actually come up with new ideas and new innovations um, that we can support so that they can actually have a greater access to the beneficiaries on the ground? Um, so while there are challenges that talked about, especially when it comes to the donations, especially when it comes to cash flow, we also see an opportunity um, where people are more uh, open to say, you know what, we are looking to support innovative and promising small startups, uh, small charities on the ground. How do we help them? Because when they are successful, our people in society, our beneficiaries of societies, those who fall through the crack, actually get support that they need. All right. Um, we have one more question. Last one for Maybank Singapore. Now, I'm going to assume, it, or at least it's safe to assume, that Maybank Singapore will continue to be involved in such community support initiatives in 2021. What do you say to that? Indeed, uh, Clarissa. I, I always say as a financial institution, uh, we are a bridge that provides financial access to people. Uh, in some ways, we also could also be a catalyst for people to do good. Uh, we endeavor, obviously, to always be a force of good, 
not only or not just within our organization but also uh, as I said before creating a network effect which also hopefully involves our partners and clients to do good. I think this COVID-19 uh, has certainly uh, created potentially uh, a number of vulnerable communities and we'll continue to see where we can focus our effort to help reduce uh, social and eco- uh, economic inequalities. Thank you so much for that. We've been speaking with Dr. John Lee, Country CEO and CEO of Maybank Singapore, and Martin Tan, CEO of the Majority Trust. Gentlemen, uh, thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure having you both. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Bye. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. This is Money FM 89.3, Singapore's most influential radio station. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.